Uh, it is always a treat to be able to talk to the one and only Debbie Schlussel. She's an attorney. She is a blogger. She's a conservative commentator. She was doing all those things before it was cool. And we like to take advantage of her expertise as a film critic because not only does she have a lot of insight into films, but she has a very entertaining way of making points about those films. Debbie, it has been way too long. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me back. All right. I have to ask you about uh, the situation involving Kyrie Irving. Obviously, uh, you've heard all about this. He tweeted uh, basically an endorsement of a documentary that uh, included some anti-Semitic tropes. And uh, he was asked about this in a press conference. Here he was on the Yes Network being asked about the film. To follow up on the promotion of the movie and the book. Can you please stop calling it a promotion? What am I promoting? Put it out on your platform. But I'm promoting it. Do you see me doing? Do you see By me in front of the, it out there, the people title? are going to say that you are. Yeah, I put promoting. it out there, just like you put things out there, right? Yeah, but I. Okay. I, it's not. You put stuff. things out there for a living, right? Right, but my Great. stuff Great. is Great. not. So let's move on. He uh, did not apologize initially. With he did give five hundred thousand dollars to the Anti Defamation League. The Nets were not exactly satisfied with that non-apology. They indicated he was going to be suspended. And then, as I understand it, uh, just a few hours ago, he did put out a statement on social media indicating he was sorry. Uh, you are Jewish, Debbie, and always on the lookout for anti-Semitism. What, give me your take on this whole situation involving Kyrie Irving. Well, first of all, you don't have to be on the lookout for anti-Semitism because there's plenty of it, and it's it's right in my face. It's in your face. Um, And I think it's interesting because Roseanne, remember when Roseanne tweeted out something that uh, was considered racial about Valerie Jarrett, the uh, Barack Obama advisor? She was done. Her show was going to be canceled or she was going to have to sell her interest in it, which she ended up doing. Um, Many channels and networks stopped carrying reruns of the show because they didn't want her to make any money. Some of them are now playing them again. She was branded a racist for life. um, And she cannot get arrested by network television. She's fired completely. Um, But when you are black, you can get away with a lot of things for a while. I mean, she, listen, she was fired immediately. I think it was within that day after she did this in the middle of the night, she was gone from ABC and so on. Um, Kyrie Irving has had uh, several days to uh, continue with this. I'm not promoting it. When you put something out, that whole exchange with I think his name is Fridell, the reporter, that whole exchange with him about he's not promoting it, he absolutely was promoting it. I mean, this whole that whole linguistic uh, thing was a, a distinction without a difference. When you put stuff out there as, hey, you should watch this documentary about the Jews and how they control the world um, and how they're responsible for slavery, which we aren't, by the way, <laughs> a false nation of Islam, uh, baloney, when you put that out there, you are saying this is valid. I am promoting it. That's what he did. I don't I don't need the 500,000 to the ADL, which is, by the way, now they're finally against anti-Semitism. They haven't been for many years. I'm glad they're finally doing something now. But, you know, I don't think that money is changes anything. This is what he believes in. 
This is what he supports. I don't need his apology. He should be banned from the NBA and his whole career should be over. Because if Roseanne, if they can happen to Roseanne and her apologies, which she made many, um, and they weren't qualified, like his, his so-called apology is very much qualified. He was interviewed, uh, and he, he said, I, I can't be anti-Semitic because I know where I come from. That sounds to me like the black Hebrew claim that, oh, blacks are the real Jews and the Jews aren't the Jews. Like Kanye West has been saying, you know, it's always been kosher to be anti-Semitic. Um, it's just that if you verbalized it, you were uh, sent to the fringe and that was it. Now it's mainstream and none of these people are really getting punished. So he, you know, his career is going to continue. He's suspended for five games. He will not feel it. He's a multi, multi, multi millionaire. It's not a big deal for him. And he's never really going to apologize. And frankly, I don't need his apology. He doesn't mean it. Um, and like I said, he should have the same punishment that Roseanne has, but Roseanne was white and, uh, you were not allowed to say those things about blacks, but you are allowed to say them about Jews and not much will happen. But um, there, there are white people that are also able to make a comeback from anti-Semitism. I mean, the best, I mean, I'm sure where there are many examples, if you were to look, but the best example that I can think of is, uh, is Mel Gibson. I mean, Mel Gibson uh, did go on to direct, uh, even after he was exposed as being an anti-Semite, he did go on to direct films that were taken very seriously by the Academy, including one uh, that was nominated for an Academy Award. I, I think his record on his views of the, the Jewish people are, are well documented. So, I mean, is it necessarily a black versus white thing? Well, you know what? You are right about that. But that was many years ago when, you know, anti-Semitism, like I said, could not really be verbalized because if it did, then the person would be put on the fringes. And Mel Gibson did suffer for many years where he wasn't cast in, in movies uh, in the lead when he had been for many, many years, and he wasn't allowed to direct things. And that movie that he was nominated for, which actually was a really good movie, yeah, no, it he was. did a great job um, about the, the pacifist in World War II who ended up saving many, many American soldiers' lives. Um, at, um, I think it was at Iwo Jima. Um, That was a great movie, but he was for many years, he he suffered. Um, And I think uh, now the, for, it depends on what group you're from and what group you say things about. I think if he would have said something about black people, I don't think he would have ever made a comeback, frankly. And and I don't know that Roseanne is ever going to make a comeback. I, by the way, Roseanne's a personal friend of mine. The only thing she has going is some kind of comedy special in January um, in Texas that's going to be on on uh, Fox News Nation, I think. And and that's pretty much it. She has become a pariah completely. Period. She cannot get arrested. And I don't think she'll ever be allowed back like uh, Mel Gibson was. And uh, I do think there is a tremendous double standard because um, he's going to be back in five games. That's nothing to him. He's not going to feel it. So, you know, well, it's, it's and, not much of a punishment. Uh, and uh, I, I'm imagining that uh, almost everything that you just said about the Kyrie Irving situation would apply just as well to Kanye West and the various brands and corporations that are severing themselves from him. Well, look at how long it took 
for any of these companies to say anything, including Adidas, you know, founded by Adolf Dassler, a member of the SS, the Gestapo, um, it, it took them quite a while to get rid of him. And it, there was a lot of outcry from Jewish groups until they finally dumped him. Um, and he, by the way, is not apologizing. He won't apologize. And if you look, the scary thing to me is how many people still support everything he's saying. And listen, I believe in free speech that um, all these companies that dumped him are, are private companies or, or are, you know, in the in the private sector. Um, but he has right now, if you look, he was not banned from Twitter. I've been banned from Twitter for responding to porn star Tracy Lords, who called me an idiot and swore at me. And all I did was point out that she was a porn star and I've been banned from Twitter for life. I don't believe Elon, Elon Musk will uh, let me back either. Um, he let Kanye back in, what was it, less than 24 hours? So did Mark Zuckerberg. Kanye is back on Instagram. Um, and I, by the way, was disciplined on Instagram when I posted a Halloween costume of Kanye as Hitler, which I was not endorsing. I was saying this is who this guy is. He's back on all of these things. Um, you know, if he were white and he had done these things, I think he would have been banned like Donald Trump was banned. Um, and I don't know that Donald Trump actually will be back on Twitter, uh, contrary to what Elon Musk says and so on. Um, so I just think there is a double standard. The swiftness and the length and the severity of the punishment just isn't there. And it won't be for Kyrie Irving. It's really not there for Kanye. He has more followers right now on, on either Instagram or, or Twitter, um, not combined, than there are Jews in the entire world. Wow. Wow. Uh, that is wild. I didn't know that. Hey, we could uh, discuss the issue of uh, free speech and social media for an hour, and uh, maybe one day we will. In fact, you got to let me know next time you're in New York, because I'd love to have you in studio for a whole four hours, Debbie, and uh, pick your brain on a bunch of stuff. But there are a lot of movies that uh, I know you want to weigh in on, and uh, our audience is eager, even with the hour less of uh, of time that they're going to have this weekend, they're eager to uh, check out for this weekend. Uh, speaking of anti-Semitism, let me ask you about this film, Armageddon Time. What is this? All right. So this is a movie that's supposed to be a picture of typical Jewish American life in the New York uh, area in the 1980s. And I hated this movie. It is, by the way, Frank, I just got to add, add one thing. I just got my uh, aunt, my results from 23andMe of my DNA. And I always thought I was going to be 100% Jewish. I'm only 99%, but 0.4% is Italian. Ah, wonderful. So We're probably related. Now, yeah, now I am an officially Jew-Italian, um, <laughs> or as I like to say, Paisanoid. Um, <laughs> Welcome aboard. I, you, you, come over, you have to come over for spaghetti and matzo balls one of these days. Absolutely. I love that. Absolutely. So I didn't like this movie because I, growing up in the 80s, not in the the New York area, but, you know, a typical, I think, American Jewish life in the 80s was not a life like this. This was a strife-filled life. The parents are racist, which I think is interesting. Jews died. This is another thing. Jews died for black people. Schwerner and Goodman died in the civil rights movement. They they were murdered, you know, um, in the, because they stood up for black civil rights. 
And I don't think this is ever recognized. A lot of this stuff, the contributions of Jews by the black community. In this movie, the Jews are racist against this this black kid, that their son, who is a bad kid and a discipline problem, befriends. Um, and by the way, they're constantly, they see Reagan on TV because it's, it's 1979 and 19, or 1980, and he's running for president. And they say, they, they start attacking him every time he's on TV. My family liked Reagan. And you know what? Uh, before um, Donald Trump, Reagan was the president, and I think it, he may have surpassed Trump, who got a significant number of Jewish votes. So this movie just didn't capture that. Plus, there's a character in the movie that is Donald Trump's father, Fred Trump, and it's just ridiculous. What? This movie is propaganda. Is it supposed to be a drama or a comedy? It's supposed to be a drama with some, I guess you would call it a dramedy because mm-hmm. there's some moments of funniness, but mostly it's just the, the father is abusive, the grandparents are racist. By the way, none of these people are played by Jewish actors. Whenever you have somebody else played by an actor, they have to be exactly the nationality or there's a whole protest. We're not protesting. And I think the movie should be protested because it's anti-Republican propaganda. It's gratuitously anti-Trump when it takes place before Trump was even a big deal. It's um, anti-Semitic. I just hated this movie. And it's a pointless movie. It's supposed to be a slice of life. And it's just very dark and depressing. All right, so we will uh, we'll put you as uh, undecided on the fence about this picture, uh, Armageddon time. What else is new out this week? Um, so there are a number of new movies. One of them is called Causeway, and that's on Apple TV Plus, and uh, it stars Jennifer Lawrence as a veteran who's come home, and she was involved in a bomb attack over in uh, either Afghanistan or Iraq. And she's trying to get her bearings about her. Um, this movie was a little bit depressing and a little bit dark also. But I appreciated that it showed, you know, what veterans are still going through who've come back. Although I think this movie takes place earlier than present time. Um, there, are, There is, uh, I'm trying to think, what else did I see this week? Because so I, I, I know, I think in the old days you used to give, um, instead of stars or thumbs, you used to rate movies on a scale of how many EDM means you would give it. Did you used to do that? <laughs> so, well, I, I only gave those to really bad movies. I usually rated on a scale of Reagan's and Marx's. Um, it, you know, it, it makes it a little bit more interesting. There's right. A, so for um, Causeway, how many Reagan's or Marx's would you give it? I mean, I think I would give it like half. A half a Reagan. I don't know if I would pay to go see this movie. It's in theaters and on Apple TV. I don't know that I would pay for this. I'll okay. tell you what I would pay for um, that is actually not in theaters, but it's on Netflix, and that is The Good Nurse, and that actually came out last week, but I it's, it's the number one movie right now on Netflix, and I happen to think it's really good. Um, the Good Nurse, it stars Jessica Chastain, and Eddie Redmayne, and it's a true story, but they made it into quite a thriller um, where there is this woman nurse at this hospital, 
She is uh, very sick. She's trying to stay on this job until her medical, she just started it, until her medical kicks in, her insurance kicks in. And suddenly this male nurse comes from another hospital and suddenly patients start dying and she starts wondering what's going on. And so do the police. And it's a it's a very, very thrilling movie. Hmm. I enjoyed this movie. So that's The Good Nurse. That's on Netflix. Yes. Yes, right, and that's... I would give this, I guess, like two Reagans. Two Reagans. Half Reagans. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. Hey, uh, all right. Um, also, um, I saw uh, this picture. I thought it was pretty weak. Uh, the last Halloween film. I mean, I thought it was weak for, for what it was. I, I thought it was entertaining enough if you're a horror movie um, fan. Halloween ends with Jamie Lee Curtis. What was your take on it? Well, yeah, I agree with you. I thought not enough Mike Myers. Not scary right. enough, right? And then they have this new guy that yeah. is uh, who looks like a young Tom Berenger, <laughs> and I didn't really care for that whole storyline. It's almost as if they're justifying what happened because he was bullied. I just it, it was it was like a bad Mean Girls to me. It just wasn't. Yeah, no, I, I I think that's a a good description. Um, the Rock is out with a new film, uh, Black Adam. Is this worth seeing? So I, it, this is number one at the box office for the last, I think, two weeks. And I did not care for this. I think it's too long. It's very slow. I kept looking at my phone to see what time it is. That's the test. And as a superhero movie, he's not really kind of a superhero. He's sort of like a frenemy. He's sort of like a, he, he's sort of a little bit like a mess. And then maybe he's a superhero in the end. I did not like the storyline where basically evil white Europeans are menacing and terrorizing the um, Middle Easterners. Um, you know, please. I, I, I'm i just tired of this anti-American storyline where mm. white people are bad. And that was the storyline of this movie. So it just was boring, too political and... I've seen so many other superhero movies that are better, but I'm so bored with these superhero movies where they're so lazy. They don't want to make a good plot. They don't want to make something you could follow and understand. This movie is a must. Uh, Finally, Ticket to Paradise. George Clooney, Julia Roberts, two people that everybody loves. Uh, What was your take on this? So I did not care for this movie either. It's another movie where... White Americans, white Westerners are evil. Julia Roberts and George Clooney have a daughter who just graduated from law school. She's got her whole life ahead of her. And she visits uh, the Bali, and she meets this seaweed farmer, a local native seaweed farmer, and she wants to marry him. And they want to stop her because, you know, he's a minority who is poor and lives on an island, and they want her to marry some rich guy and have a successful career in America. So they go to break up the wedding. It's a very predictable color-by-numbers movie. It's supposed to be a comedy. It's not funny. Uh, These two people, Julia Roberts and George Clooney, are miserable in the movie, and I feel like they're playing themselves. And it's not entertaining. It's kind of stressful and annoying, to be honest. All right. So uh, the film to watch this weekend is The Good Nurse. And if you have have an interest in seeing multiple films, maybe Causeway. The film to avoid at all costs is Armageddon Time. Everything else is eh, kind of okay, leaning in the must-skip direction. 
Yeah, and, you know, we're coming close to the holidays, and usually by now there should be a lot of good movies. I just haven't seen too many good films recently, and I look for that trend. To, every year it seems to get worse, and the whole COVID thing seems to have sped that up. Unfortunately, mm, interesting, Debbie. It is uh, always uh, always a treat to talk with you. You may be banned from Twitter, but uh, you're not banned from our program. It's always a treat to have you. Well, thank you. Great to be back. Thank you, uh, Debbie Schlossel. You can uh, check out her website. You, there's a bunch of ways to get there, but if you go to debbiedoespolitics dot com, that is one way to get there. Hey, we're going to do 15 seconds of fame next, and give you an opportunity to be heard for 15 seconds. straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. Midnight.